And after one and a half year, we saw that Step Curry awarded in the CarMax advertising with our sneakers and by himself without telling and everything. And it was like, boom. So just organically, like, yeah. Steph wore the sneakers in CarMax advertising in CarMax ad that's crazy so it was like you know millions of people saw your sneakers on yeah. tv and you didn't pay a cent for that yeah that's crazy. the best kind of marketing there is right welcome back to money talks today we are with george the founder of crusty that's how you say it right yep um so you are from georgia which is country in Eastern, Eastern Europe. Right. And um, you created this luxury footwear and eyewear brand, yeah. and you're now launching in the US. Yeah. Exactly. So super exciting. Um, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really curious to talk to you because I think luxury goods and fashion is something that so many people want to do, and it just seems almost impossible to start and tap into it. Um, and your story is especially interesting because like you said, you're from a country, you're a refugee and it's like the complete opposite from where you come from, like luxury goods and yeah. consumerism and all that. So how'd you get into that industry? How'd you start? Okay. It's cool. Good, good start. Thank you for in inviting me. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm from Georgia, and this uh, so our country is not connected quite uh, to luxury fashion. But um, so our motivation to create the luxury footwear brand, sneaker brand, was we wanted to create a product and brand uh, which uh, uh, can be a global brand, so with global potential. That's why we came to, if we want to achieve it, we need to create a super high quality products. So uh, this brand we founded in 2015 with my brother and uh, we started manufacturing locally in small like shoe factory. But after, after we decided to move everything to Italy. So we are producing everything in Italy and I'm 100% agree that super super hard to create a luxury brand it's super like money heavy business it needs a lot of investments but so impossible is nothing you, you should start from from zero and you can achieve it if you really want so what were you and your brother doing um in georgia before you started in 2015 were you working another job yeah so i'm Branding and marketing specialist. I work as well. I have a lot of experience in graphic design as well. And my brother is e-commerce specialist. So together we, so I know how to build the brands. Uh, he knows how to like uh, make good quality e-commerce. So we together started the uh, this brand. But at the moment, uh, I uh, did not know anything about the footwear manufacturing. So it was just uh, just our motivation to create some good uh, own product. Mm. So we learned in the process like one year, two years. So I went in Italy. I learned all the processes of manufacturing and high quality manufacturing in Italy. They have uh, industrial zone for luxury footwear in uh, Civitanova Marche. 
and there are a lot of factories uh, so in one city they have a leather and material factories so outsole factory and the sneaker factory the shoe factory everything in one zone so i went there and i learned our all process bring to uh, georgia and we like started to creating that so before you started you had like no experience in manufacturing um did you have money before uh actually we started uh, with my brother like with our own resources it was five thousand mm-hmm. dollars for the start mm-hmm. was that and a lot of money to you at the time what? was five thousand dollars when you started like a lot of money yeah for us it was like our savings okay <laughs> so, so you went all yeah, in yeah but uh, but I always knew that we need like go to the investment steps because of if we need to like create global brand, it needs a lot of cash, right? And they, with five thousand, we created the product, the sample. We created the e-commerce. We created brand uh, strategy by my like experience and everything. Uh, we knew who we are, what uh, is brand DNA, uh, what we wanna do. We have a sample. Uh, we like tested the manufacturing as well, and after we go to the investment round. Mm. So um, okay, so you started with five thousand, started uh, started creating the prototypes, put okay. up your store. Were you right away like pre-selling or something to try and get some revenue back? So we started from pre-order. Okay, right. We sold just I don't know thirty pairs. Okay, at how how much is a uh, each shoe? It's uh, now it's a retail price at three hundred fifty around the U.S. dollars. Okay. But uh, when we started, it was a little bit low. Uh, we'll, show, we'll show the shoe. Yes, yeah. George gifted me a <laughs> pair. So this is what's this model called? This model called Onda. Onda means uh, wave in Italian, and it's inspired by the like uh, mountains and waves and nature. Like our brand talks about freedom, mm-hmm. and this collection is like uh, inspiration comes from um, uh, when when you uh, connected with the, like nature, you feel your freedom. That's that's angle of uh, the concept of the collection Mm. so okay so you so just back to like getting started with the business so you you did pre-orders sold about 30 pairs so you knew okay we have uh what's that like ten thousand dollars in pre-orders yeah idea was uh, to test the product Mm -hmm. get feedbacks from the customers yeah so we like started so we started from 100 pairs we produced 100 pairs it was super difficult because of um, in Italy, you can uh, can't buy one hundred outsoles. It's impossible. They are starting the minimum MOQ from one thousand. So I wrote uh, maybe twenty two emails to like guys, please. I need only one hundred for like test collection, and I promise that every uh, my next order will will double. So somehow I bought a one hundred. <laughs> So outsold from them, they took all the components from to Georgia and we produced the 100 uh, sneakers. So idea was just test some sales, the feedbacks, and after we, so we knew that we need some investor to continue the brand. I remember, it's, it's funny you say that, it brings back memories. I used to have a cookie company yeah, and yeah. it was the same, it's that chicken and egg thing where it's like, 
you go to big manufacturers and they're like, okay, well, we have a minimum order quantity of with cookies. It's like hundreds of thousands of cookies, you know, and you're like, well, you know, <laughs> I don't have that. But then you go to stores and they're like, well, we need to see samples. And you're like, and what's your costing? And it's like, you don't really know because, and it's that chicken egg thing where it's like, you need to get the stores to commit to buy it to go back to the manufacturer to get them to, to, to manufacture. And you know, you can order a certain quantity, but to do that, you need to know you have the demand. So it's that constant chicken egg. I was always like creating samples, bringing them to stores, being like, it's going to be kind of like this, but you know, our price will be around this. And then you go back. Okay. And then it's, it's a really tough position, you know, but, um, that's cool. You pulled it off. So yeah, nothing easy, but it's quite uh, interesting, uh, adventure for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Because of we are very from the very very small country and like uh, seeing your product now we have uh, a lot of celebrities now, Steph Curry, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Clay Thompson, or our sneakers. It's really uh, cool. Sofia Richie and like, a lot of people. Mm. Uh, we had uh, really really good uh, press co- coverage in U.S. as well, and it's when you are like sitting in the Eastern Europe in Georgia and. The activities it's quite super inspirational and motivational yeah yeah and you had so at what point did you raise money what year right away or uh, it was 2016 we raised first investment and you have some some high profile investors like zaza pachulia yeah an nba player who's also from georgia sure so yeah. he's that he's supporting yeah. a local brand that's really cool yeah actually we have a funny and uh, inspirational story when he won first nba championship we just made uh, you know the shoe size sizes in us are, i don't know maybe 17 so in europe sizes is 50 and a half so we made a special edition sneakers we sent it as a gift that he won like just like uh, thank you yeah from for the country yeah, from kind the of country thing. like that and he loved it and after he came back to georgia he like called us to wanted to like thank you and like meet meet uh, meeting with us and after he said he want to be involved in our company that's and and, uh oh he made what we want to do what we want to make right he like from georgia uh, wanted free time nba so he made uh, Georgian thing global. Yeah. So we are making the same. That's, that's, that's cool. Like, it's quite putting it on the map. Yeah. That's really so. cool. Uh, that's that's awesome. And was getting Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and like other NBA players wearing it. Is that through through Zaza? Is that yeah. happened like that? Yeah, with NBA players all uh, through Zaza. He's like uh, help helping us on US market for sure. And like it's really, really big Oops. thing for us. That that yeah, that's awesome. It's like it's cool when you just do nice things and be like, yeah, let's gift him some, you know, like because yeah. we, we we really fuck with him, and then it's like it ends up being like changing the whole trajectory of your company and everything. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, and we had a very fun story with Step Curry as well. So after one and a half year, so we gifted a sneaker, the same this model Honda. And after one and a half year, uh, we saw that Step Curry wore that in the Carmax advertising with our sneakers. Oh. And by himself, 
without telling and everything and it was like boom it was crazy so just organically like, steph wore the sneakers in carmax advertising in carmax ad with like huge coverage in the television of us that's crazy <laughs> so it was like you know millions of people saw your sneakers on yeah. tv and you didn't pay a cent for that yeah and you just and you just <laughs> yeah, wore them that's crazy. the best kind of marketing there is right yeah that's really cool it's, it's not converting in sales directly but mm -hmm. it's a really like uh, converts in brands like promotion image mm -hmm. and level of the brand so it's very good experience. so um how big is crusty now like how many pairs of shoes are you selling a week or month or so we are so we have because um, you have e-commerce you yeah. have the retail in georgia yeah we have now you have e-commerce you just launched in the u.s and soon you're gonna have a retail in the u.s in la yeah so our aim so we are selling almost like five thousand pairs uh yearly the sneakers uh from five to eight uh we are still on emerging point but uh so our first goal is to achieve in uh, us like 1000 monthly sales for for after first six months and after we will open the store you know and for georgia our price point is super premium and luxury mm -hmm. it's not like affordable for for the all, all the people mm -hmm. but for for us i think 350 it's like, like it's you're like, like a bargain yeah <laughs> but, cheapest thing on rodeo drive for sure you know <laughs> yeah and you know the, so the product uh, product produced in italy with the this quality with this like 100 rubber and leather and everything it's retail price should be from 500 to 600 yeah you know? no i love the quality is yeah. insane i mean it, that's yeah. why we our strategy is direct to customer of dtc so we can do like lower prices mm -hmm. when we have our e-commerce and our sales channels it's uh, affordable for us so you don't sell you don't sell to any uh like retail accounts or anything but it's only your own online uh, store yeah not yet mm -hmm. uh, but i think we will start working on it to like we will put our sneakers to the stores for uh, brand positioning like stores that can like position our brand on the designer sneaker category so we are designer sneaker not for every day we are for people who uh knows about fashion about fashion shows about like paris milan you know that's mm -hmm. that's kind of yeah uh, people i like that you chose to do a really high-end thing and you just keep it like that and just like keep you know yeah like the place importance on the quality and the longevity with the brand you know not like selling out <clears throat> that's a mistake a lot of brands make you know I made that mistake yeah. with my brand, trying to yeah. sell out too fast and compromise it, you know? Um, okay, so so basically we said five to 8,000 pairs a year. Yeah. So that's like 1.5, 2.5 million yeah. revenue. Um, that's awesome, by the way. That's, you know. For emerging level. Yeah, no, so. it's, <laughs> it's something to be proud of, you know? Um, can you share like now, so you did, you did the, the shoes, now you're doing eyewear, which, by the way, those are my two favorite products. If you, I got all these sneakers, all these sunglasses. I'll show you after. So, so this is, you know, just <laughs> my two favorite products is what you make. Um, can you share like anything about the margins on sneakers? 
or like eyewear or how they compare or it's uh around 75 percent mm. like uh, for for the italian production is, is quite expensive mm-hmm. you know so the price pricing for the eyewear and the footwear are almost same because of the eyewear super high quality italian acetate we are producing the sunglasses in the same factory with Saint Laurent, Dior, like uh, Off White, Armani, or all this stuff, luxury stuff, producing in the same uh, factory in Italy. And so, why I made sunglasses? Sunglasses is like additional product for us. Our main focus is sneakers, but I believe if you like wearing a cool sneakers and cool glasses, you can wear just white t yeah. like black <laughs> panties and like you are on style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I made That's it. That's it. That's two only two things you need. <laughs> so about seventy five percent profit yeah. margin on both those items. Yeah. Um that's a gross profit obviously. And then you gotta run your business and marketing expenses and, and you know, all, all that. Um what are your big biz, biggest expenses? Like in setting up a business like this, if someone's just setting up a fashion brand or sneakers or whatever, besides the actual cost of goods, what are your biggest expenses? Okay, biggest expenses is marketing for sure because of to uh, communicate with the luxury customers, it costs more because of unit unit to like uh, make a high quality content, right? Uh, high quality like imagery. Uh, you need a um, good uh, uh, press coverage in high tier media. You need celebrities. You need to work with PR agency, and that's kind of everything that creates uh, more like, expenses. But when when uh, so after the time when the brands come brand and the awareness of the brand, it comes back for sure. And so is that a lot of like paid marketing, like Facebook ads type thing? Or is it more like putting money into the actual production of like uh, photos it, and video shoots? Yeah. Production and advertising as well. Mm-hmm. So now uh, for US, uh, most of like uh, cash goes to advertising and digital stuff. Mm-hmm. What's What's again. been your most successful campaign or besides the Steph Curry CarMax commercial? Uh, you know, for for Georgia, it was when we had a U.S. Forbes coverage, the press, celebrities together. It's not only one thing, you know. It's like some mix of the press, the placements of the product, and on the fashion, its main driver, main driver is the press. Mm-hmm. You know who talks about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. how they talk. Yeah. Who is wearing? That's I think the main point. PR is so interesting because it still works. Like when you see everybody knows that you can hire a PR agency and they write articles. You can be in Forbes if you want. You just reach out yeah. to a writer or you pay them and you get in Forbes. But somehow being in Forbes, making a top 30, 30 under 30 list, uh, you know, being written up in TechCrunch if you're a tech company is still so prestigious and, and people still go like, oh, wow, now I trust that brand. So do you pay a PR firm? Like, is that how, how, how it works for you guys? For us, it works. Uh, yeah, we are we are paying only, the P- we have a PR agency and a monthly fee. Uh, so they're on retainer? They, yeah, and but, they just... but the interesting point is you need to, uh, so when you are creating a luxury event, you need to have to strong storytelling. 
pretty strong brand DNA. So everything should be super interesting. And when our PR agency pitching the editor, they need uh, something put on the table, right? And if story is good, if like uh, brand DNA and values is like strong and consistent and everything, so then you can be on every high tier media without paying anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it kind of snowballs and people start talking about it organically, like the Steph Curry thing. I mean, that's that's as yeah, good as as exactly. good as you can get. Um, so since you're like marketing a luxury brand, are you trying to like keep it very rare? Like, is there a thought of, of that? Like, oh, we're going to do this drop of this new colorway and we're only going to drop 80 pieces because like we want it to sell out and be hard to get. Is that part of it or no? You know, in our production level, it still like looks like rare because of our point. So we see that we are a niche brand. We are not like we are not mass brand. Like We are a niche brand. Our maximum like in sales, what we want to achieve for US, for example, is... Uh, like 500,000 pairs yearly in production and in sales. Five, uh, what'd you, what did you say? 500,000, 500, half, half a mil. Half a million pairs. Yeah, pairs. Okay. Different, like we have, uh, now we have three models and we will have. So like a hundred, a hundred times yeah. what you're doing now would be yeah. what you, yeah. that would That's be what our you goal. aspire to. That's we we believe in because of in US. That's pretty know, big. There's a $300 million a year. Or two hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, but market is huge. You know, sneaker market yeah, in yeah, the yeah. US is seventy-two billion. Wow. So, yeah, half mil pairs. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're going for that top tier yeah. specific niche. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's so interesting. I mean, like, I just heard a whole thing on Bernard Arnault, and like, I think he's the richest person in the world, or up yeah. there. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, people that brand, those brands just like stay at the top and they keep innovating and they, the profit margins are amazing compared to other businesses. And, um, all you have to do is kind of like babysit that brand and make sure that you, 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 you know, keep it strong in consumers' minds. So besides the content the advertising and stuff, what do you think, um, like product wise and whatever, what are you guys doing? That's like making you keep that really high end luxury brand. Obviously, the quality, yeah. but yeah. So, what makes us like different as a brand is uh, our values and its brand DNA. Because of uh, so, our main mission, the brand main mission is inspire freedom. So, as I told you, so me and my brother are refugees from the region of Abkhazia that occupied by Russia, and like it's very sensitive for us, and it's the message what we want to spread. Uh, around the world and inspire the people for struggle for freedom uh, and every our collection so every collection every sneaker we have different models as well everything connected with this main value and consistency of the talking communication creating collection it's quite a big brand ar- architecture that makes you like uh, a premium brand right you need the consistency and you need to always focus on the main value of the brand. For example, as I told you, that model inspired by nature and freedom and like uh, I, I like snowboarding as well. And <clears> you <throat> can see the trails of snowboarding lines in design as well yeah. on the side. And uh, we have another model 
name of the draw. Draw means time. And when when I created the collection, I wanted to. Uh, so my message was, uh, I think time is super important part of the freedom. It's the main stuff. You know, you need time. Time is one one of the free thing that goes and goes and nothing can stop uh, the time. And we created a product with um, when the production ends in Italy, the cleaning stuff and before. They are putting in the box before boxing the product. They have clock there, and on every each pair on the toe, they are writing exact time uh, before packaging. So ten, like ten fifty-five in the Europe time, and each sneaker have unique time on with special leather marking. Oh wow! So when you're wearing the product, you know the brand talks about freedom. The product name is Time. And each product have unique time, and you like uh, reading the message that we are we want to inspire your freedom. It's like I think a huge and like strong message for the people. That's really to cool. The start, detail, yeah, to start struggling for freedom right now, because we don't have much time in life. Mm. That's really cool. So actually, I want to hear a lot about um, Georgia and how you grew up and. How it's different from the U.S. I mean, now you've seen it through like you own a brand and you're bringing it here. But you said most people in Georgia can't afford your product. Um, wh- like, what are some things that just stand out as like the huge differences between like life there and here? Uh, yeah, there are, there are huge difference because of like uh, economics stuff, and we had a lot of so uh, now. People talking about Ukraine, so we love the Ukraine people, and we are a lot of supporting and our brand supporting the refugees from Ukraine as well. But Russia did uh, with Georgia same thing uh, twice in last uh, three three times in mm. last twenty years. So you know it was war, and after war it's difficult to like, and the Russian influence in the country as well. They don't want to like uh, be Georgia be strong. Mm. And that's why it makes a little bit country economic stuff is weak, but we are still struggling for our freedom in this country. And so what does that kind of feel like day to day, like living there, growing up there? You know, the childhood was a little bit difficult because of I was, we was a refugee, our family from like, we after uh, went back to the occupied region. When I was 12 and it was difficult to live in occupied region with these aggressive Russian soldiers and it was like it was like if you uh, if some car coming on the street you should run and hide and stuff and it was terrible it's crazy but, yeah, but now so now so our new generation Gen Z and stuff they are like you know everything is globalized internet and stuff and we have quite good mm. creative people i think that times make uh, we have a lot of talented people and creative people you know the creative director of balenciaga is georgian as well mm. cool so he's in, from the same region of abkhazia as well how hard is it to uh, leave like let's say like you you like you're in la now um you might move here or you're, you might stay here but how hard is it just to like leave at any point like if for people there is it a money thing is it like hard to get the money to leave or 
No, I think no, no, at the moment it's not too hard to leave. Mm-hmm. So every, everything there if you if you want and if you uh, have like you you have a lot of opportunities to like create products. So mm-hmm. we created a premium brand from Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not quite difficult, but market is really, really, really small. You know, to make a good business, it's too difficult. But for incubation, for testing uh, market, when so you're creating a premium brand, it's like not affordable in your country, and it comes good and it's doing good. After you can like take it in the US mm-hmm. and you know the other countries as well. Um, so you were saying like most people there can't afford your product. What's kind of like? Uh, what do people earn in Georgia? I'm just curious, like kind of what. Uh, Obviously, so that's a, average a big salary, range, but <laughs> average salary there is uh, one one hundred one thousand US dollars a month. A month, one thousand. Okay, from, I don't know from what eight hundred from one house. Okay, so a lot less than the US. Yeah. And we, in, when you have like uh, eight hundred uh, average salary, you can buy the sneakers 300 dollars shoes yeah, sure. yeah that's right. that makes sense is like living expenses and stuff way lower like rent or buying a house or something yeah sure they are lower quite quite lower like uh in georgia maybe i don't know really in, in, in numbers but it's low it's low mm-hmm. okay Ah, so it's crazy. It's different. Different. Like uh, for me, to came from Georgia, like expenses for me, LA is uh, twice, twice expensive. Like okay, living here. Okay, interesting. Cool. So, um, is Krusty what you want to do for the rest of your life? You don't have to say. You don't have to decide right now. But I'm just curious if that's your plan or if you're like, oh, you know, I might do other things. <laughs> I don't know, but I believe that I'm doing uh, the correct stuff because of my motivation to create when was I want to create my own product that could be go global, and I'm making my childhood dream now, you know, and I'm feel happy. I also I'm making my this brand with my brother, with my little brother, and it's like super emotional for me. Mm, at the moment i think yeah i will do it long time yeah but if i do something other stuff it will be in fashion for sure mm. maybe some mini lvmh like yeah or hey look i mean mini- that's the thing i mean if you look at because everybody always says you know fashion's bad business to go in whatever and then you see like people who create these timeless brands um, and then the richest guy in the world is in fashion. So I think you can be very <laughs> successful. And yeah, I, I really, uh, I really admire your vision, like how you like, you know, came from Georgia and you had this vision, like I want to create a product, super high quality, the brand, and you just like executed <laughs> on it and built it up. Now you're here growing it. I mean, it's inspiring. It's cool, man. Yeah. Thank you. So that's, that's our mission to inspire people. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, you coming and sharing your story and your business stuff. Um, one more question. What do you think a lot of people, you know, young people um, want to start 
a clothing brand, sneakers, sunglasses, make product, right? What's kind of the first three steps? What are the first things they should just do? Because I feel like people just don't know where to even go. Like you said, manufacturing stuff yeah. and stuff. What can people do first to start? Okay, first, so if they want to create a brand, not just product, you know, it's two different stuff. Manufacturing and the producing and the making brand, it's two different kind of business, you know. So I we wanted to create brand. Some people want to just like produce t-shirts, like it's not a brand, it's just a product. Uh, my advice who wants to create brand is to find uh, the value inside of himself they want to talk. So brand, you know, brand is, uh, 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 brand is value, right? And the messages and the communications and stuff. First, they should fi- find that value uh, that connected with founders and the brand as well. And after started manufacturing. So manufacturing is quite like super difficult stuff. But you can start and... So we are learning on every our mistakes. So you can start with zero. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool, man. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was, that was fun. fun. That's good. Thank you for the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bro. Cool.